Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls <clears throat> coverage show. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'll be flying solo for this game recap. The Bulls lose to the Phoenix Suns, 124 to 127, in a blowout. You might ask, Keith, how is a three-point win a blowout? If you watch the game, I guess you can call it a game, then you know that this was a blowout. This, they're, they're, the Bulls stood no chance from start to finish. It was uh, disappointing. Don't think the Bulls, uh, you know, I don't think we ever um, expected the Bulls to win this one. I mean, you know, it's a back-to-back. -back. It's home home game, but it's back-to-back. Against Phoenix Suns, who is the – they're the best team in NBA basketball. Here's why I'm down. And this is Casey Johnson just eight minutes ago uh, before this podcast is, is recording here. He tweeted uh, tweeted out, the Bulls are about to drop to 1-11 and against teams with the top seven records besides theirs in the NBA. They've lost 0-2 to the Heat with an average loss margin of 14.5 points. 1-1 to the Bucks. they've lost by four points. 1-1 to the Cavaliers, 23 points is the average margin of defeat. That's the one loss there. 0-3 against the 76ers. 0-3 against one of the teams that we're going to have to beat if we want to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. 8.3 points is the average margin of defeat there. Suns 0-1. Obviously, the margin there is three points, but uh, it's, it's much worse than that. Warriors were 0-2. 34 points, 34 points as the average margin of defeat there. Grizzlies, 0-1, 13 points. We lost by in that one game. <laughs> Not a good look. Are the Bulls for real? It's starting to look more or less and less like the books, like the Bulls are for real because uh, we just keep losing to good teams and we just keep looking like a worse team against good teams. And, I, you know, I know, we're injured. No Lonzo Ball, no Alex Caruso, no Patrick Williams, no Derek Jones Jr. At some point, though, man, you got to suck it up, and you got to have some pride, and you got to play, and you got to pull a win out that you're not supposed to win. I mean, you just got to do that. It's just stuff you got to do. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Bulls were 10-10 and 10 in January. That's okay. That's, you know, that's probably about where we imagined they would be with all those bodies out, so I'm not too upset about that. But it's been a rough start to February. This has been abysmal. Abysmal. It's just not, it's not been a good look. Um, but I'm going to break it down for you guys as best I can. The Bulls have now lost, uh, let's see, two of their last three. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six of their last ten, I want to say. If I'm looking, reading that right. Might be, actually, it might be 6 to the last 12, so they're looking at 50%. So it's not entirely doom and gloom. But uh, this is the Sports Ethos Show. Listeners, I do want to take a moment to tell you to please go follow at EthosFantasyBK on twin Twitter, the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's fast on the competition and it provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at EthosFantasyBK. On Twitter, go follow it now. Um, the Bulls were losing by, I want to say, 14-15 when the uh, Suns subbed all their, their starters out. And then the Bulls made a, a run that meant nothing uh, at the end there. Um, so that's why the game's closer than uh, than it should have been. 
and it was still uh, definitely a blowout. The Bulls decidedly lost this game. Um, I feel bad for DeMar DeRozan, man. DeMar DeRozan just continues to look incredible. 16-27 tonight, 59% from the field, 38 points, 6 of 8 from the free throw line, uh, 4 assists, 5 rebounds, three just 3 turnovers. So just incredible stuff from DeMar DeRozan, man. And we are, we are going to end up wasting uh, this year from, from him. I can just tell you right now, it is not... Uh, not shaping up to end well unless we get healthy real quick here. Uh, Zach Levine uh, looked looked pretty good in spots. He's just he's a bucket getter, man. T- uh, Thirty two points, nine of twenty from the field, four of seven from beyond the arc, uh, just two turnovers, uh, eight assists, six rebounds. I mean, he did everything he could do. Um, there are times where I do question Zach Levine's ball security. I think that's a real issue and a real problem, especially at the end of games. He had a turnover uh, a few times when the Bulls were, were making runs. I felt like he just didn't handle the ball well. Didn't didn't make the right decisions. Something I've criticized him for in the past. I thought he was better at it last year. Uh, and this year, I'm just uh, I'm seeing some of the same problems again. Uh, I don't know if he's maybe just relaxed on improving that stuff because now he's got DeMar DeRozan and he feels just comfortable with it. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. I would assume that we've been talking this guy up for a long time now. Uh, since he's been in the starting role and playing 30 plus minutes, 33 minutes tonight. Guess how many turnover or guess how many assists he had? Zero, zero assists, zero turnovers. Um, not gonna it, it, uh, two points, four personal fouls, two rebounds, one of seven from the floor, oh four from beyond the arc. Not gonna cut it. Just not gonna cut it. I like Kobe tonight. I think he had some uh, some positive minutes here. Two, uh, three of seven from the field. Thirteen points. Two of five from beyond the line. Beyond the line. But guys, our transition defense absolutely freaking terrible. I just I don't understand how you get to the freaking NBA and don't know how to stop the ball. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, leaking out, getting baskets easily. Before we're even allowed to have any kind of defense or any kind of resistance. It's just embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing. These guys should be embarrassed. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't always get angry at the Bulls. I usually think that they give go forth good efforts tonight. This was a piss poor effort. Just terrible. On defense. Um, they gave up, I think it was, what was it, 36 points in the first quarter? If I'm not mistaken, I jotted it down. 36 first quarter points, including that Devin Booker dagger at the end where he just kind of steered down Javante Green. I mean, Javante played great defense on that particular play and uh, just couldn't stop Devin Booker. But uh, it's a back-to-back. I felt like we were settling for jump shots early on in the game. Um, would have liked to see us go into the basket and get to the line. I don't um, know off the top of my head how many free throws we had in that first quarter. I want to say probably not many. Uh, everything was just kind of catch and shoot and, uh, shots weren't falling. And then all of a sudden they were falling and then they stopped falling again. We ended up shooting 47.8% from the floor. They ended up shooting 50. No, this isn't. Yeah. 54.4% from the floor. Sorry. Uh, and you have to say, you know, you, you look at these, if you're just a box score watcher, you have to say, oh, well, teams aren't going to shoot over 50% on a regular basis, but the, they do against the bulls because the freaking bulls can't play defense. They don't play defense. There is zero defense out there right now. That's what I'm angry about. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And I said this, I, I, I laid this out with Trey a um, couple shows ago, whenever he was last on the show with me. I don't know. He couldn't get down tonight. He was he was upset, too upset about the Bulls uh, being being terrible. But uh, I'm not too upset. I can talk about it. It's okay. We're going to get this like a therapeutic session, Bulls fans. Um, but whatever it was, you know, a couple shows ago, I was talking to Trey, you know, hey, I want to see the Bulls win the way that people, Chicago teams win. Defense, grit, hard work. I don't care if we score freaking 100 124 points. Good, great, fantastic. I'm glad. Doesn't mean sh- anything. You know what word I wanted to use. Doesn't mean anything. If you can't get a stop or get a string of stops together. If I were to put you give me a million dollars, say Keith, here's a million dollars, a million free dollars. You get to bet this on if the Bulls can string together three stops in a row in any given game for the next Five games. I'm betting against it, man. Give me my free million dollars. There's just no way. There's no way. Um, we've got people like you know Matt Thomas rotating over. I mean, the bench, the bench minutes were just just awful. I mean, the, the, their bench destroyed our bench. I mean, that's again a byproduct of just so many people being out, people being shifted up, or playing Matt Thomas and and Malcolm Hill and and just people that just normally would not get minutes. And so it's hard to totally be upset, you know, that uh, Matt Thomas got 12 minutes, uh, Tony Bradley got 13 minutes. Everyone else, I mean, you know, everyone else is a rotation player here. You know, Javante Green, 24 minutes. Damar, 35. Vucevic, uh, 34 minutes. Zach, 37. Io, 33. Kobe, 35 and a half, 36. Or, no, I'm sorry, 25 and a half, 26. Troy Brown Jr., rotation player. 22 minutes almost. They're rotation players, and we can't even freaking figure out how to play transition defense. It's embarrassing. The very first play of the game, the, the very first scoring play for the Suns, is a made basket by the Bulls. DeMar DeRozan, reverse layup, right? DeMar's under the basket. The Suns like to do this. This is in the scouting report. They do this all the time. Jay Crowder leaks out, gets a, uh, a transition basket, transition layup with no, no, zero, zero resistance. I that's I that I'm angry, man. That's a that makes me angry because it's a stupid mistake. First of all, it's an easily it's an easy mistake to curtail. It's an easy mistake to avoid making. Just read the scouting report. The Phoenix Suns do this all the time. And hustle, man. Use your legs. Run. Get back on defense. 
Made basket fantastic. DeMar DeRozan's under the basket. What does that mean? His guy's leaking out. Go find him. <sighs> Goose Fraba. Gotta, gotta take a chill pill here for a second, guys. Um, what makes me happy, though, is Thrive Fantasy. So, yeah, we do have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos. Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit and players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ETHOS over at Thrive Fantasy. Dot com. You can actually use the uh, promo code and uh, in the uh, sign up link, the sign up link on my Twitter account at BSBP Keith is my Twitter account. Um, yeah, just point point uh, of attack defense not non-existent. Uh, transition defense non-existent. You can't win basketball games against good teams that way. Um, yeah, the, the Bulls, and, and everyone's going to say, this is going to be the narrative in, in, in national media now. They're going to say, oh, those Bulls were exactly what they thought we were. We thought they were going to be an offensive juggernaut that didn't play a lick of defense, and we don't think it's going to work. We don't think those pieces fit. And it's freaking going to be true now, according to them. I mean, it's not. It's obviously not. But, they, but you know, we live in a society. We live. We live in a... And, and especially in the sports world, we, we work in a sports world where put something on a piece of paper. Here's their losing streak. You know, here, here's what's been going on. And now I'm going to make my bold, my bold statement here. And, uh, you know, the Bulls can't play like a defense. And I know, I know you guys, I mean, Chicago. I mean, if, if you're in Chicago, even if you're not from Chicago, I'm from the suburbs. I lived in Chicago proper for, for years. You know, pride, hard work, those are things that the city is about. You got to hustle, man. You got to hustle to make it there, man. You got to hustle to because someone else is going to hustle behind you. Because there's someone behind you that's going to take your spot, that's going to take what you want. The same is true of, of NBA basketball, the same is true of Bulls basketball. And uh, I hope the Bulls shake this up, man. I hope the Bulls go out and trade some of these these guys that um, you know just aren't aren't performing right now. Uh, I would point to a Troy Brown Jr. I would point to a uh, Matt Thomas. I would point to uh, Tony Bradley. It's hard to thrust them into that role and expect them to produce significantly above their their average or their means i get it so don't take this and run and, and say this is me um throwing them in the fire right it's not me like taking a pitchfork and saying you know go let's go hunt the beast it's not there it's not all their problem it's not all their fault but the bulls need help man demar DeRozan needs help zach levine needs help Speaking of which, Nikola Vucevic, let's talk about Nikola Vucevic. He got absolutely manhandled in the post and download tonight. 6 of 15 from the floor, 40%, 0-3 from beyond the arc. Uh, 12 rebounds, which is nice. He grabbed a significant amount of those in the final minutes when it really didn't matter. Uh, when we were still down, you know, 15, 16 points. 13 points. 
And that's it. Zero blocks, two steals. That doesn't tell the whole story, though. The whole story is that even JaVale McGee dominated Vucevic on a couple plays. And, you know, JaVale McGee, McGee is a, a, he's been a good, solid backup for years. Not taking anything away from him. He's a good player. You see a three shot, by the way? Oh, my gosh. I can't play. I thought he was like, was like a catapult. I was like, that thing, there's no way that goes. It's like a, a hitch and a, and a shot and everything. And, of course, it just it swished. It was just the kind of night it was. But I digress. It, it, he's a good player. But Vooch is going to be, is supposed to be our third star. And I just didn't feel like he brought his AK to that. And, and I, you know, I think that I think that extends even more so to the defensive side. You see him sometimes just giving up on plays because he's beat. He's out of position. He's in bad position. I can't defend him there. I mean, I think, you know, he does give effort uh, maybe once every every other night on de the defensive end, I think. Um, and it just seems to be linked to when his shot's falling. And I just did, I didn't feel like I saw a great effort from him tonight on either side of the basketball. Didn't didn't think so. Um, Javante Green had a rough game from the field. I think he, he brought some energy here and there. He did what he's supposed to do. Um, not ideally going to be a starter for us. He shouldn't be. Levine, uh, like I said, bucket getter in the third quarter, especially at one point he had assisted or scored on 15 straight points in the third quarter. Uh, so that was impressive to see. That's the kind of crap we've seen Zach Levine do in the past. Um, let me point this out. Io, uh, I think it was the second quarter, beginning of the second or maybe middle of the second, he had a chance. He had JaVale McGee switched out onto him, and he had a chance to, to go ISO on JaVale McGee. And he ended up putting up like a shot fake in the middle. He got to the lane, put up a shot fake in the middle of the lane, and then opted to go with a fadeaway over a seven foot or seven foot one dude uh, with an eight foot wingspan. And of course, predictably, predictably, it ended up uh, just woefully short. And this is what you know when we talk about like I love Io. I love Io as much as as much as the next person. I think he's fantastic and he constantly surprises me. But when we're talking about like you know, oh my gosh, we can get rid of Alonzo uh, Ball or we can get rid, you know, this is the guy that we want to have him playing thirty five. It's just not it's not his role. He's not gonna be that guy. Not right now, at least. Maybe, maybe in a year or two, maybe. If he develops that, but he can't, you know, he's got this guy, uh, JaVel McGee on him, seven foot one, can't move his feet, and he makes a bad decision with the ball. He can't he can't ISO him. He's got limitations to his game. I don't think he's bad. I think he's great. But he's not your your cure all. He's not your answer. It's not you don't look at a guy doing well in the role that they're given and say, "Oh my gosh, this is the guy." Now I can trade Lonzo Ball. That's not how it works. People excel in their roles, and then you keep them in those roles. Just because Mikael Bridges has been great for the Suns, they don't say, "Oh, we can trade Devin Booker now." Anyways, I'm digressing now. Um. I, uh, you know, I think the, again, the bench, uh, bench scoring was just totally in favor of the Suns. Uh, I, you know, what really ticked me off though, outside of just the way that the Bulls were playing basketball was the way that the refs were refing freaking Devin Booker. And some of these calls are just like, Oh my, like the time, like when he, like, okay. So Devin Booker can just jump in the air and land with his penis on top of somebody, uh, on his crotch. And, and, and then that's a foul on, on who was it? Io, I think it was. How is that a foul? 
I mean, I get you're supposed to let a guy land. Io was boxing out. Io was turned and looking for the rebound. And then there was another uh, play. I don't remember exactly who it was in the Bulls. It might have been Io again. Um, where, you know, it was, a, it was a contest and it was barely, there was like no contact. And, and of course, he gets the line. And uh, so he's getting the star treatment, man. D-Book has nothing to complain about. He's getting uh, these calls, you know. And then DeMar gets them too. It's not as bad, but DeMar gets them too. Don't need to be a homer entirely. Um, but it was rough to watch, man. Uh, this game is just uh, tough to watch. Uh, not a good look. Not a good look. Bulls need help. Um, go get help, please. The, the the Suns are just a better team, and there's no I have no shame in saying they're maybe championship favorites. I mean, I think that if I had to pick a team coming out of the West, it would be the Phoenix Suns. I picked them last season too. People called me crazy until like a month before the end of the season. I said, "Oh yeah, they got they got Chris Paul, and um, this is what he does, man." Uh, he just he runs a tight ship. Those guys they they have an efficient efficient offense, and their defense is just insane. It's a really tough defense. It's a really good team. If there's anything that's going to call me, it's that it's recognizing that the Phoenix Suns are a really fantastic basketball team, and again, likely I think to get into the finals. But. Uh, what do you do? How do you respond to that? If you're AK, if you're um, Billy Donovan, if you're DeMar DeRozan, if you're Zach Levine, how do you respond to that? You get better. You can't hang your head and say, well, we can't beat that team. You get better. You get better by, by making the personnel better. You get better by getting healthy, obviously. That's something that you can't really control right now. The Bulls need to get better. I don't think there's any way around that. I don't think there's anything. I don't think I'm even saying anything crazy. Nothing crazy that people aren't going to agree with. I think everyone probably agrees with that. Bulls get the Charlotte Hornets on Wednesday, which should be a better game, I would think. It's going to be a man of shootout. I don't know what the final score of that game is going to be, 140 to 130 maybe. Uh, then they get the T-Wolves, which is going to be another kind of shootout there uh, that's going to end up probably high scoring on Friday. So we got a game on Wednesday, on Friday, uh, and then a back-to-back -back on the, the a Saturday. We have the, the Thunder also uh, with a back-to-back -back there. So uh, three winnable games. Three very winnable games. I'd like to see the Bulls sweep these next three games. However they do it, even if they don't play a lick of defense, whatever, man. If that's what your identity is, I guess that's what your identity is right now without Lonzo Ball, without Alex Caruso, without Patrick Williams. And I'm just going to have to live with that. If you win basketball games, you win basketball games. That's all that matters. They've got the Spurs also on that following Monday. So um, four, four winnable games here. Definitely need to go at least 3-1. and one. I think you need to go 4-0. I think you just need to go 4-0 to, um, A, not slip too far in the standings and, and hopefully recover that first spot. Probably not going to happen because the Heat are just going crazy right now. They won again tonight. And uh, B, put all the fans and everything at ease. Obviously, that Fe that Friday game, February 11th, is going to be after uh, the trade deadline. So the, the team might look different there. We'll see. Um, we've got, what, three days until the deadline? It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, yeah, three days till the deadline. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. The Bulls have been linked to some, some 
okay names. I mean, some exciting names. Jakob Pertl, uh, obviously, we got some more news on that today and that the Spurs have already turned down the Bulls offer, which was a future first. And I think that's pretty low ball uh, offer there for Jakob Pertl. But sometimes teams do that and then they give you your, their real offer later or, you know, they're hoping that you'll counter uh, because they like something on your roster. So, you know, I don't think that's dead in the water by any means. Um, Paul, you know, Paul Millsap's been linked to the Bulls. Uh, some other you know, big guys, uh, Tory Craig, I think is a guy that just keeps popping up is, is a guy that makes a lot of sense. It's a guy I would really like to see. Um, I don't think you even need to trade for him. I think you can wait for him to be bought out. Or if you need to, do need to trade for him, it's something where you give up a, a heavily protected second, um, just to kind of help, help Indiana Pacers facilitate getting him off the roster. Cause he's really not doing anything there for them. Uh, they're, they're going to want to play their young guys if they're actually going to blow this up. So, um, so guys like that, you know, I, I, I'm looking for them to add a big body. We absolutely need it. It's just horrendous to watch, especially our backups when when we have to rotate it all. And we've got Matt Thomas meeting, you know, uh, JaVel McGee at the rim, which is just like embarrassing. Uh, there's absolutely zero chance that that's going to ever turn out well. Uh, okay, I'll say there's a 1% chance because maybe JaVel McGee, you know, bobbles it and throws it off his knee or something, which uh, I could see happening. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – this is rough, Bulls fans. Hang in there, though. Still a good team. The only reason I'm as fired up and excited and upset about the team is because I believe we can truly be better. I believe this is a truly great team. Uh, I don't think, again, that it is a championship-level team. I think that's down the road a little bit, so hang in there. But I do think that this is still a very, very, very good basketball team. And we are now a game and a half out of first. So game and a half out of first. Miami's in first. Uh, Milwaukee's jumped us. They are second. Uh, in the standings now, in the Eastern Conference standings, they are one game behind the Miami Heat. Uh, we are tied with Cleveland Cavaliers, who are fourth now. Sixers are fifth at two games behind the Miami Heat. And the Raptors have jumped in the sixth uh, since the Brooklyn Nets are just absolutely struggling. At least I'm not as angry as probably Nets fans are right now, because Nets fans are probably really angry because they are just uh, sliding terribly. But, uh, hey, quickly, before I sign off, I want to also remind you all to use coupon code who. Ball20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also check out our pals at mybookie.ag. Use code HoopBall on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. That's going to do it. I'm going to sign off here. My name is Keith Cork. You can follow me on Twitter at, B, at BSBP Keith. You can follow the show at, at Ethos Bulls. And uh, please go do that. And also leave us a five star review. And uh, let us know what you think, man. Let us know what you think about the show. And tell me I'm just totally off base. And tell me I'm just sound like an obscene person because right now I, I really need to hear it tell me i'm insane and that the bulls are gonna be okay um no i'm actually totally okay uh, i'm not even that angry anymore it's okay therapy this is a therapeutic session everybody we got it off our chest now we move on we're gonna sweep and go freaking four and all these next games man let's go let's do it go bulls Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.